Hello and God morning listeners. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I don't know how to attract more males to this podcast, but starting today, I am not going to worry about it anymore. I'm going to put it in God's hands. I'm going to continue to be obedient and I'm going to continue to lead in prayer and warmly welcome those who have come to listen. So let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power, for if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. And starting with Joni, ta-da. She says in her prayer, Father, I can imagine your mighty angels 
along with all the redeemed saints in your presence right now. Sing for joy at the privilege of serving you, Lord. I ask today that just a little of that great gladness would filter down into my to-do list and put a smile in my heart. Amen. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Joy is the serious business of heaven. Serving the Lord with gladness is a glorious occupation. On the other hand, those who do not serve God with a glad heart cancel out all the benefits their service could have won them. Those who serve God with a sad countenance because they do what is unpleasant to them are not serving him at all. They bring the form of loyalty, but the life is absent. Those who do not serve God with a glad heart, I repeat, cancel all the benefits their service could have won them. Our God requires no slaves to grace his throne. He is the Lord of the empire of love and would have his servants dressed in the uniform of joy. Let our gladness prove that. Yes, we serve a good and glad master. Amen. Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. We need that reminder. Our words are incredibly potent. The words we choose will either nudge people closer to God or actually drive them away from Him. And that is an awesome responsibility on us, listeners. When God created the world, He spoke it into being. When Jesus walked the earth, he spoke the lame were he spoke and the lame were healed when peter preached his first sermon thousands were gathered into the kingdom on one day so powerful things happen when we speak our words can either accomplish great good or inflict unbelievable damage that may last a lifetime. Words can constantly create division. And with just the slightest inflection, just a subtle tone of voice, they can wound or create distance. At the same time, our words can lift people out of a pit of despondency or call them back from the cliff edge of hell. Maybe Solomon said it best. Words kill, words give life. They either poison or fruit. You choose. Lord, today show me ways that I can speak words of healing and holiness into the lives of others. Most of all, 
Help me to think and to pray for wisdom before I say anything. Amen. Amen. Stay right there. So glad you came to pray with us. Stay right there. Be right back. Remember, listeners, that you have been chosen by the Father, set apart by the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ. The entire Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, is actively involved in your life. And that, my friend, puts you in the mainstream of the mainstream. You are deeply loved and treasured by your Creator. Lord, please give me the peripheral vision today to notice sisters and brothers who feel isolated or lonely, out of touch, and out of the flow of life. Give me the grace and wisdom to encourage someone who feels unimportant to you and to others right now. This is a lie of the enemy Lord, I need spirit-empowered words to defeat this hurt and deception. Amen. And Dr. Charles Stanley uh, has written a letter from the pastor's heart, and I want to share it with you. He says that the Lord's ways are beyond our ability to understand. We won't always be able to comprehend what he's doing in the world and in our lives, but I want to assure you of this. We can trust the one who holds us in his mighty hand in small things as well as big ones. Let's look at the event in Peter's life. So this situation began with a slight matter of obedience, but it led to a very important turning point for Peter's entire future. God's will is sometimes inconvenient. Peter was a fisherman by trade and had just finished a long, unsuccessful night of fishing. As he cleaned his nets on the shore, Jesus asked Peter to take him out in his boat so that he could continue teaching. Jesus' request was not unreasonable. It was a small thing and may have seemed unimportant. But Peter did what Jesus asked. We tend to think that God is only interested in the big, important events in our lives. But in reality, his will is lived out one little act of obedience at a time. The Holy Spirit's promptings don't always come when we're well rested and eager to obey. He may ask you to help someone in need when it's uncomfortable for you. Following Jesus requires self-denial in order to fulfill his desires. 
There may be times when the Lord's will seems unreasonable. After Jesus, after Jesus finished teaching, he asked Peter to do something illogical to a professional fisherman, and that was put out into the deep water, put out into the deep water, and let down your nets for a catch. Fishermen in Galilee knew that fish were caught at night in shallow water, but Peter already had nothing to add to, so he obeyed. Are you willing to do what God says even when it seems unreasonable to you? It often seemed illogical to Dr. Charles Stanley, but every time he obeyed him and he said that God brought him exactly where he needed to be and equipped him to accomplish what he'd planned. Trusting the Lord even when obedience seems foolish is essential if you want to live your life according to his will. Common sense is inadequate compared to the omniscience and wisdom of an all-powerful God. If you step out in faith, your perspective of the Lord will increase like Peter's did. And because he obeyed Jesus, he caught such a great quantity of fish that his nets began to tear. God's will is spiritually life-changing. When Peter saw the miraculous catch of fish, he realized that he was in the presence of deity and felt the guilt of his own sin, exclaiming, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. Repentance is a prerequisite for being used by God, so don't worry. We can never walk in his will as long as we walk in pride, walk in independence, and walk in self-righteousness. Jesus didn't give Peter all those fish so he could become a more successful fisherman. He did it that he would see the greatness of the one who was calling him to become a fisher of men and leave it all to follow him. This moment was orchestrated by God to lead Peter into the role that God had planned for him to become the apostle who would lay a foundation for the church. The Lord works the same way in your life. You are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared prepared beforehand so that you would walk in them. He will for you, his will for you, was established long before you were born. Everything he does in your life will be consistent with that plan. Your job is to walk wherever he guides you. As you add greater acts of obedience to your smaller ones, you will gain deeper love for your heavenly father who cares for you so much. 
and you will begin to look forward to the next step on the path that he sets before you. God's will reaches far beyond your human plans and expectations and following it will be one of the many great blessings of belonging to him. Amen. And he recommends the following scriptures to support his teaching. Okay. And that is Luke chapter 5 and verses 1 through 11. Ephesians chapter 2 and that looks like that's it wonderful if you want to know God's will you got to read his word you've got to ask him to guide you and you want to seek godly counsel when you need it In Touch Ministries is one way of supporting you on your Christian walk. So check them out. And their mission is to lead people worldwide into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and to strengthen the local church. I had to share that. I thought it was beautiful. Beautiful passage, very knowledgeable. Stay with us and stay with Jesus. Let's talk about your unique relationship with God. Luke 11, verse 1 says, Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. The disciples certainly had seen Jesus' persistence in prayer. But the idea that they could go into prayer and then come back with the answer they needed was new. Certainly they were aware that the patriarchs had prayed and conversed with God, but those individuals were special. God had called them into those unique relationships with himself. Could it really be that God wants the same kind of relationship with us that he wanted with each of his disciples? Well, Jesus's answer is yes. Bow your head. Father, you see me and you know me and you will never forget me. You have engraved my name on the palm of your hand. Before you formed me in my mother's womb, you knew me. 
I am yours and you are mine. I will no doubt, I will not doubt your love for me. I am your sheep and you laid down your life for me. There is no greater love than that. So thank you, Father, for your extravagant love for me. You protect me, you guide me, you crown me with favor. Like the psalmist, I will sing of your love forever. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to repeat Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Amen. And that was commanding your morning. And now, God's way, day by day. It says, God gives the best. 1 John chapter 2, whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. So what is the right prayer to pray to get a marriage partner? It is this. God, give me what I need, not what I want. Amen. If we genuinely want God, want what God believes that we need, then I believe God will act to give us what we need. Too often we reject even the opportunity to get to know another person because the person isn't handsome or beautiful enough, isn't rich enough, doesn't come from the right kind of family, speaks with an accent, or doesn't have the right color of hair or the right laugh. Please be open to what God has for you and know that his choice will be the right one. Ooh, I love that. I love that. And of course, we are trusting the Lord. Yes, we are. Here's God's promises day by day. And the promises of God are dependable. Genesis 26 says, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. Hope is not what you expect. It's what you would never dream. It's a wild, improbable tale with a pinch me, I'm dreaming ending. It's Abraham adjusting his bifocals so he can see not his grandson, but his son. It's Moses standing in the promised land, not with Aaron or Miriam at his side, but with Elijah and the transfigured Christ. Hope is not a granted wish or a favor performed. No, it's far greater than that. It's a zany, 
unpredictable dependence on a God who loves to surprise us out of our socks (laughs) and be there in the flesh to see our reaction. I love it. I love it. That's cute. And God's purpose for your life. I always say we got to know that. (laughs) Psalm 107. He caused the storm to be still. He guided them to their desired haven. The storms of life can make you feel off course and unsure of your direction. And this was certainly the case for the disciples as they sailed on the Sea of Galilee and ran into a battering gale. They couldn't gauge their direction and they doubted they would survive. Yet during that storm, Jesus showed his ability to protect the disciples even as the tempest whirled around them. Often during the storms, we are convinced that the elements will sink us, just as Peter was when he stepped out of the boat. However, the one who directs the wind and the waves can stop their effect on us and rescue us at any time. Jesus demonstrated his sovereignty, that he was fully in charge of every detail of what the disciples were experiencing. In this you can take heart. Jesus knows exactly how fierce the storm is, where you are in the storm, and where he wants to take you after the storm. The one who died in your place because of his awesome love is the one who holds your future, controls the direction of your life, and won't let you down. So turn to him in the storm. Trust him through the storm. Have confidence that he will bring you to your destination after the storm. Jesus, I trust you in the tempest. Thank you for bringing me safely to the right destination every time. Amen. Hallelujah. And let's close out this podcast with two powerful prayers. First, it's the 23rd Psalm. Can't live without it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Say it with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me 
in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for your friendship. Thank you, Jesus, for your guidance. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. Thank you, listeners. For coming to pray with me. We just got these blessings started for today. Yay. So come back tomorrow so we can do it again. Get more blessings tomorrow. And just keep walking in the way of the Lord. God takes care of his own, and we are his own. Believe it. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.